Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed on the third day, on the third day he be raised. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Well, here we are at day two of Lent. Uh, the crowds are gone, and here we are kind of into the part of now the hard work really starts, kind of the excitement's worn off, uh, and even the weather uh, has changed to bring in cold. It was such a nice day yesterday. Um, you know, with this season right now, uh, as we read uh, what things we're supposed to do during Lent, we kind of see the word uh, regulations or obligations. We kind of see these words that kind of indicate what we're supposed to do. Um, I was kind of looking at, okay, what, how do we feel about those? And I came up with this definition uh, of a word. It's an unpleasant but necessary task. That's a chore. That doesn't describe really, especially here, uh, on day two for the people really committed to say, okay, how are we going to live this Lent? Uh, that doesn't describe where we're at. And really, when we look at our first reading, Moses is, it's a pep talk. It's a, it's a pep rally. Uh, this is at the point that Israel is about to enter the promised land. And he's up there talking about a commitment to change of life. And it's in front of, by some estimates, a million people. Can you imagine a million people listening to Moses? Well, just a week ago, we had a prep rally here for the chiefs. And I've read that it was about a million people too. So you can kind of picture everyone tuned in to that stage and the talking about what, what just happened, what they went through. A million people is massive. If you watched it, if you were down there, it's, uh, you, know, you know what that was like. If you watched it on TV, you saw the movement of people. It took, it took so long for just those people to leave around Union Station. It's a massive amount of people. And the energy, you could feel it. That's, that's what Moses, that's the first reading that we have as we get into the work period of Lent. Moses given a pep rally. Well, if you went, you know it was an adventure. Uh, I, I'm, the crowds, uh, getting there, the logistics, all of that. And it made me think, uh, there's a difference between an adventure and what we're talking about 
with Lent. And adventure is down and back. You went, it was kind of thrilling, you had some really great memories, but you're not changed. You're not different. It was, it was fun, and you'll remember it, and you're glad you went. But an adventure is something that you go, you have a thrill, you have some fun, you come back and you lead your everyday life like you did before. Good memories, but you're not changed. So what is it that we're on? Well, the word I ran into was a quest. We're on a quest. Lent is really part of a piece of our quest for our whole faith journey, but we can really look at Lent as a quest. Uh, if you, you read about a quest, it kind of talks about a quest is a calling. It's not really a choice. You're called. If Lent is a deep time for you to change, you've been called. The Lord is calling you to go deeper with a relationship with him. A quest involves discomfort, pain, suffering. That's what a quest is, because to change means you have to suffer and have a little bit of pain. That's exactly what Jesus is telling in us. Deny yourself, pick up your cross daily. Deny yourself. That's, that's a painful thing. And that's what we're called to do during Lent, but for a reason, to be changed forever. We get through Lent, we have Easter, we're not the same. We enter next year's Lent we, as a different person than we entered this year's Lent. It's a continual coming closer to Christ. Now, I was looking at uh, a couple of saints that could help us understand this idea of pain and suffering. And um, St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa, she said, love to be real, it must cost, it must hurt, it must empty us of self. That's the pain. I put myself after. So, uh, all of the things that I do during Lent, it's to remove myself so I can make room for the Lord. I'm making room for love. That's, that's what we're talking about. That's what Mother Teresa was talking about. To make room in us, we have to remove ourselves so that love can fill us, and that requires some pain. Um, the other one was uh, St. Teresa of Lisieux. Um, I love this first part. Love proves itself by deeds. Love proves itself by deeds. So she said, how am I to show my love? Great deeds are forbidden from me. The only way I can prove my love is by scattering flowers. And these flowers are very little sacrifices. Every glance and word and the doing of the least actions for love. Every coincidence that comes at our, during the day, all during Lent, we can approach it as, well, maybe it's an inconvenience or it's, you know, it's a little bit of trouble for me, or we can say, the Lord has given us an opportunity to approach it in a different manner, 
Why is the Lord here? Why did he put this person? Why is this? That's our opportunity. That's what St. Teresa of Lisieux is talking about. These flowers are these opportunities for us to have the little things that we do to approach a situation with love. And when we do that, she calls that a flower. Now, I was thinking, we don't have any flowers during Lent. Of course, I'm married to the AE person, so, you know, this is a time of no flowers. And here, Lisieux is saying, no, there are flowers. There's plenty of opportunities for little flowers, little sacrifices that we do. And what do we do with those little flowers? We're reminded yesterday was a very public uh, display of our uh, repentance and our uh, fasting and alms, everything that we're doing. Going forward, it's supposed to be in secret. Our fasting, alms, everything else is in secret. They're hidden. God knows they're there. He's watching. He is seeing the proof of our deeds, the flowers that we create by these opportunities. So, as just as a visual here, you know, when we come to Mass every day, we can bring those invisible flowers that we've cut and we fill the see-through vase so that we aren't in public, we're doing it in secret. But that's really what we're trying, that's, that's the meaning of the Mass, to bring all of those sacrifices, everything we did for the love of God. For the love of God, we did these things, these sacrifices, these flowers. We should bring these flowers to Mass and fill up this vase every time we come. And when we do that, every time we do it, we're removing self and we're getting filled up with love. This is a quest. That's the reason we're here. A quest to be changed for these next 38 days. And that's, that's our goal. Let's stand and offer